0: Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Thursday afternoon, just before Friday, Monday morning podcast, and ha ha just checking in on you, seeing how you're doing during these strange times. Is this the new normal? I, I, I don't know how you guys do it. God bless you. If you're still fucking watching TV and listening to people saying things like that. As we adjust to the new normal. I hate how one fucking person says it and then everybody says it and nobody gets called out for being a hack. You know, stand up comic. If I go up and I go fucking do somebody else's joke, I'm a goddamn thief. These fucking asshole, lazy ass journalists all saying the same fucking shit. Another favorite of mine. Oh, I love this one. Is when when people when people say this this is this oh this oh I'll tell you right I'll tell you this won't catch me when when people fucking go you know this has been especially hard for me right immediately let's just grab that camera lens point it right at you sister right this has been especially difficult for me because I'm such a social person can you fucking believe? that there's people out there saying that. This has been especially difficult for me because I'm such a social person. Yeah, fuck people who lost relatives. You're used to going to uh, cappuccino cupcake down the street and fucking dumping your morning on somebody. It's been especially hard for me because I'm such a social person. (laughs) I was actually joking with a buddy of mine saying, you know, as we stood right next to each other, fucking spitting in one another's. No, we were on the phone. Um, I fucking I was saying people who say, you know, because I'm such a social person, what they really are upset about is not that other people are dying. Not that people are struggling, not that small businesses are trying desperately to stay afloat. Not that bankers and oil men are still having orgies, fucking whores with no masks on, upstairs or downstairs. That's not what they're upset about. They're upset that this virus stole attention from them. You know, even if they could get together with their friends. The topic of a conversation is not going to be that person. It's going to be COVID-19. And there, guys, guys, but, but it's, it's, it's really hard for me, though. It's especially hard for me. Jesus fucking Christ, sitting in a house with a flat or apartment, whatever, a flat screen TV, a fucking Game Boy. It's especially hard for me. You know? Um... I heard maybe two or three people say that, and then I just acted like a third of the population did. And that is the secret behind my formula. I'm fucking fly in here. What the fuck virus do you have, you cunt? You know? You know, on, on all of this, somebody's going to be like, you know what's crazy is you look at these mosquitoes, right? They'll find some guy rolling around in like human and dog shit and being like, what in the fuck are you doing? I'm trying to get my immunity up. This is the mosquito diet. See, mosquitoes are on all kinds of shit all day long. Notice they transfer viruses, but they never seem to get one. And then these people, remember those people, they were like fucking drinking butter. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're fucking putting crumbled cigarettes in their fucking uh, raisin bran. You've been lied to, man. It's all a lie. This shit's actually good for you, right? So um, anyway, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. It's going to be the new thing. It's going to be some sort of new, uh, it'll somehow be connected um, with CrossFit. Is there'll be some new, um, I'm, I'm keeping my immune system I'm alkaline. Somehow that will somehow combine with dog shit. And of course, if you do it, then if you're in CrossFit, you'll then have to run down the street with the dog shit bag past everybody eating so everybody can know that you're on the alkaline mosquito immunity fucking CrossFit thing. All right. Maybe I'm going a little nuts here. Fucking sitting around. I don't know. I just took the family out for a drive for the first time in like four days. I literally left my block for the first time in like four days, right? I'm just fucking doing what people say, right? So we need bananas, right? So I got my COVID mask and I only have one glove though, all right? My wife dropped the fucking ball. I only got one glove. So now I got to walk into this fucking grocery store, right? So it's like, all right, so I'll hold the baggy bag with my free hand. And then the Michael Jackson glove hand is going to grab all the shit, right? And put it in the bag. So that's what I did. I did the best I could. All right. Then before I got in the car, she spritzed my fucking hand. I threw out the glove. Okay. So fuck off. All right. I'm doing what I can. This is what kills me. You go to the grocery store, right? You go into the place where they sell the food, right? And everybody's got masks on, which is great, but you're still supposed to try to stay six feet apart. People, they're not fucking doing it. Right. And then they, they literally had X's on the floor. To where you're supposed to stand while you're waiting for your turn to pay for your fucking food. It, it, it's right there. They, they're right, fucking. And people, they couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Sorta of on it, lingering near it. I'm, it's a, they literally have the answers to the test and they're still failing. I just, I don't. Uh, I am losing a lot of empathy. For people, you know, post, this is what, I'm going to come out of this fucking thing. And when I listen to somebody bitching about their fucking career or how they got passed over and ba 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 in my head, I'm going to be like, you know, there's a great fucking chance. This is one of these fucking jerk-offs that if you paint a fucking X on the floor and tell them to go stand there, that's all they need to do until called upon. They can't even do that. Can't even fucking do that. Answers to the test still flunking. Um, although I was supposed to have, well, that says to have masks, didn't say to have gloves. So I kind of fucked up too. I had one bare hand. So maybe, maybe they were looking at me like, yeah, you know, look at this fucking guy, you know, just cause you're standing on an X, you know, you got a bare hand there. I mean, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe you had that hand up some bat's ass on a trip to China. Right. And then you got you some dumplings, you know, and the virus walked down the fucking, uh, chopsticks there. And then, and then maybe, maybe you're patient number one, maybe you're a carrier. Um, so anyway, we drove around. We had a good fucking time. Um, my daughter's such a friggin' sweetheart. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, she's everything I'm not. She's emotionally... She's totally connected to her emotions. She watches like, you know... The fuck did I have on the other day? Oh, I I, I was flipping through the channels. I was watching uh, that Kirk Gibson... Um. Dodgers versus the A's game. What a fucking game. Vin Scully and fucking, uh, Joe Gargiola. I remember as a kid, I was just like, man, if your team is playing and Joe Gargiola is doing the fucking color on it, like you're in the big time, this is a big time baseball game. Um, it's not the local guys anymore. We're getting the national guys. So just hearing his voice was awesome. And, um, rest his soul. And, um, I was watching that game and then she came in, you know, dad, I want you to play with me. And I was, I was wiped out. Right. So I was just like, all right, you know, cause I'm finishing up this fucking script. I think I'm working harder now than I, I did, but why are you being with your kid? 24 seven is, is fucking harder than telling jokes. Believe me. <laughs> not that you needed to know that, but I will reiterate it. it not that you didn't already know that. I mean, um, so, I'm flipping through the channels to try and find something. And then I see the, it's the end of the wizard of Oz. So I put it on and it's uh, spoiler alert. Um, It's the part where there's some fucking weirdo in a goddamn hot air balloon and they fucking leave. And then she's finally going to fuck. I don't know what the fuck she's saying goodbye to the, the scarecrow, the oil man and the fuck, the the tin man and the fucking uh, the lion. Right. And uh, she's all sad and everything. And my daughter, three years old, is watching it. And she's watching this interaction. She just goes, oh, she misses them. I was just like, "Do you know, I'm 51 and I still can't fucking do that. Do you know when I watch TV and I see people crying, I start laughing. Not even like in a mean way. That is just my natural. Unless it's some real sad shit, then I'll actually tear up and probably start crying like a little girl. But like if it's just like, um, I don't know what. You know this damn COVID virus. My my sign fell down out in front of my store. My dad put that up, and I'll just start fucking laughing. You know, not that I'm happy that that happened, but this—I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why I fucking do it. If you guys ever saw a video of me watching the fucking news, you would think I was one of the worst human beings. <laughs> um. Yeah. Ask my wife. She does it all the time. She goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's it's like, I don't know. I feel bad. I'll fucking go do a benefit for that guy's sign. But when he's standing out there crying in the rain and the signs all fucked up, it's just it makes me laugh. I'm I'm sorry that happened. If I can help out, I will. All right. But if you're going to fuck, you know, when you're telling the story, I'm going to laugh though. I'm sorry. All right. I keep fucking shutting my goddamn recorder off. It's going to add another 8 seconds when I go to splice it together. Um whatever. What the fuck do you want from me? So, I'm riding around with my lovely wife and my beautiful daughter, right? And, you know, my wife, she listens to all the young people's shit, right? So, I'm listening to this song, a song by Drake, right? And he's like, the opening line is literally, this is how much of a cunt I am. I couldn't get through the song after the first line. He was like, uh, working on the weekend like usual. And I'm immediately thinking like, and I looked, I go, that sounds like Drake. And I looked and it said Drake. And I'm thinking like, doesn't this guy work for himself? It's like, dude, you're self-employed. You know, if you don't want to work on the weekend, don't work on the weekend. But if you decide to work on the weekend, I don't want to hear you fucking bitching about it. Working on the weekend like usual. What is the deal with rappers always telling me how fucking hard they're working? <laughs> the fuck am I doing? Laying around? Jesus fucking Christ. 24-7, 365, money never sleeps. Working on the weekend like usual. Yes. Welcome to being Successful. Your phone, you're, you're going to be busy. The fuck did you think you were going to be doing? Making all this money and then laying around? You can't. You can't fucking do it. Jesus Christ, working on the weekend like usual. There's some, there's fucking people out there fighting wars right now. Ugh, whatever. Whatever, it probably means something else. So then I went home and then Nia showed me the video. And uh, he's on a garbage truck working on a weekend like yo yo And he gets off and I'm thinking, well, he's not a garbage collector. And then he worked at a cell phone. So I say, like, oh, is this like a working man song? All right. Then, I, then, then my apologies to Drake. My apologies. All right. And I would love to blame that on the pandemic. But I, I'm going to have to take it myself that I would have been a cunt about the first line of that song. You know. Even if there wasn't a pandemic. All right, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why can't I listen to a song and some guy just tells me how fucking that he's working on a weekend like usual? Why Why does that – why do I have to – it's like – I think that's just how I was raised. If you started bitching everybody, you know. I remember I had this construction job, right? And if you fucking bitched anything you fucking complained about, everybody on the site would just start going, <laughs> Wah! <laughs> start making these fucking baby noises. And it's, it was so fucking funny. It was so funny. I, I, you were waiting for someone to bitch. You almost wanted a bitch just to hear it. I got to move all of those fucking things over to that. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do after that? The only thing you can do walk, pick the shit up and go fucking put it over there. Oh God. I know I've said it. I have to tell you guys how much fucking fun I had working in warehouses doing landscaping, even though it was fucking backbreaking work, it's the fucking hardest I've ever laughed at work. And I think even beyond hanging out with other comedians, because there wasn't that fucking morose competitiveness and fucking Groundhog Day, I fucking hate my act, blah, blah. blah. It was just fucking, I don't know. I really like blue-collar jobs where you fucking, you went from site to site. My favorite thing wasn't the job. It was the drive between jobs. And I'd be thinking, I'm riding a car right now getting paid. This is fucking great. You know, I had this job. I remember I had this job washing windows. People's houses, the spray bottle, the fucking paper towels, the rags. And you'd fucking get up there. And some people just wanted the windows. And then other people would be fucking cheap fucks. And they'd try to be get, get like paint off of the, the fucking windows and vacuuming up all the bugs in between and say hey this window washers all right you got some hard rain and some bird shit and then we draw the line i'm not fucking i'm not scraping paint off of your fucking windows but we did it got out the little fucking cocaine razor i told this story before remember that we worked for this fucking lady and oh my god she was relentless she had me go up the ladder like fucking three times on the same fucking window. I remember she was, and every time I'd be like, "No, no, I did it." As she go, "Is this still? it's still? Uh, still uh, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, "No, I went up there." And as I was saying, I already went up there. Blah blah. And she she just go, "Ha!" Huh? <laughs> I swear to God, it went right to the base of my spine. The first time she did it, I almost started laughing. And I was like, all right, I'll go back up there. So I went back up the ladder, and I'm fucking up there wiping it. I'm like, it's not coming off. It's paint. I got paper towels and a rag. This is like man, She's like, ah! She's like, ah! Down the fucking thing. So I come back down. I tell her the thing. She's, ah! In my face. So she's fucking bitching at me. And I look at my boss, and he's got a shitty grin on his face and kind of does the half nod. Just go back up the ladder and make her fucking happy. So I go back up there. Now I got a little razor. I'm trying to scrape this fucking thing off. And this, I almost fell off the ladder. She fucking comes walking into the room. I didn't know she'd gone back into the house and she came walking up to the window that I was washing, you know. And I'm looking at what's on the window, so I'm not seeing her coming in. And she fucking, I, you, know, I, you know, when you lean back in a chair, had one of those little fucking heart attacks. like Because it was like at the top of the house. And For a second, I, th- I thought the house was haunted. Cause it was this urban myth that there was a house in that room that had a fire and you know, one of the ki- little kids couldn't get out and it burned a silhouette of him in the fucking window. And the, the parents were so distraught. They refused to wash the window. And, uh, I was just like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want My buddy's like, you want to go see it? I'm like, no, I don't. He claimed it was true. I think he was bullshitting me, but you know, that was in my fucking head and I grew up this goddamn ladder so I'm out there talking to myself. I don't even see her. And I'm like, "This I can't get this fucking shit off. And I just hear from the other side. I went, ah! I almost fell off the fucking ladder. Oh, God. It's funny. I, I must have did 1,000 houses, and I never fucking forgot her. And I will tell you this, though. God bless her, because she got her fucking money's worth. Window washing, and I'm scraping paint. You know why I'm scraping fucking paint off? Because you're a tight fuck, and you hired an amateur painter who just went up and... Dude, by the way, painters are the fucking worst. By the way, this is the thing. Uh, You tell them to paint a fucking room. Take anything out of there you don't want painted because those motherfuckers are painting over everything. Door locks, window latches, flat screen TVs. They just don't give a fuck. They'll paint a door. They'll paint the fucking, like, where the fucking lock meets the, the latch or whatever the fuck you call it. They'll paint that thing right over the goddamn thing. Beautiful. I, you know, I have an old house. Beautiful fucking brass hardware. All over the whole fucking thing. Yeah, this is the thing. I think painters are people who are too dumb to be carpenters and plumbers. You know what I mean? It's it's like coloring for an adult. You know, one thing, I, and I'm not talking about people that take a canvas, right? And then they fucking... You know, whatever. They, they squirt fucking paint up their ass and then squat over it. And people are like, oh, my God, what is he trying to say here? Right? Now, I'm not talking about those people with there's some sort of thought. I just mean painters. You know what I mean? That's why they're always going around the colleges trying to get kids to go out and fucking paint. Because it's just like, just take this brush and go duh, 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 all over the fucking wall. And you know something? If you're a fucking painter, I want you to defend yourself. Go ahead and write in this fucking podcast. You guys are the fucking dopes. The fucking. (laughs) You see them when you see them. They fucking. They got more paint on them than they got on the fucking wall. Big blotch of paint in their fucking overgrown eyebrow. They are the fucking dopes of the trade. You know? But I bet, like anything, I bet if there's anything, there's the Richard Pryor of fucking house painters. And there's not a fucking goddamn drop on any of the fucking windows. I think that that's what annoyed me the most, that I was doing somebody else's fucking job. What kind of a fucking asshole paints a house, gets paint on a window and doesn't wipe it off, just leaves? You know what kind of an asshole? A fucking painter. All right. Okay, that ought ought to get me some emails. Okay, first of all, I'll have you know, on behalf of all painters, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, you bald, redheaded, freckled cunt. All right? I got the blue tape all over the place. All right? I, I, you could be literally sitting in the middle of the room. I could be there blindfolded with a fucking spray gun. I still wouldn't get a fucking drop on. I, I want to hear, hear some painters talk some shit. Okay? Because as of right now, I think you guys are the fucking dopes of the trade. Okay? You, you, you want to be an electrician? Those are the mathletes of the trade. All right? Then the next one, the good shits, you know, that were in high math, did all right, you know, played a little bit of sports. Those are the carpenters. All right. And then the animals, single parent house, not enough food in the fridge. They're the plumbers. Under the sink, just looking for a piece of bread, their whole fucking childhood. Then they got fascinated with the pipes. That's what it was. That's what it was. They lived in squalor and they're not afraid of human shit. Damn, I think I broke down the traits. And heavy machine operators are just fucking lazy. They just want to sit there getting paid. <laughs> Why am I doing this? I don't know. I'm fucking bored. Listen, I just want to apologize to anybody who works with their hands. I didn't mean it in an offensive way. It's a comedy podcast. I was just trying to fucking... Alright, Fuzzy just sent me a thing. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Uh... What the fuck is this? Oh, Jesus Christ. He thinks this is an actual person. His fucking phone got hacked. Um, anyway, what am I up to here? Jesus Christ, there's 21 minutes right there. You know what? It's time to do a little bit of advertising, but I don't have the advertising yet, so I'm just going to do a little pause here while the advertising is read. Okay, here we go. A little bit of, a little advertising here. One read, one read. Uh, Raycon, everybody. on. R-A-Y-C-O-N. You know... Whether you're working from home or working on your fitness, you want what you're listening to to be what you're listening to. Not what your personal, your roommates, your neighbors, your wife, your kids, whatever, are listening to. You want to hear what you want to hear, right? Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds, Buds, all right? But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon, Uh, You already know Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market. I didn't know that. And they sound just as amazing as the other top audio brands you know. The newest model, the everyday E25 earbuds are the best ones yet. With six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth Bluetooth pairing, more bass and more compact design that gives you a nice noise isolating fit. Raycon's wireless earbuds are also so comfortable, perfect for conference calls or binging on podcasts. Unlike some of the the other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems to distract anyone during video calls. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Raycon, get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash burr that's buyraycon.com slash burr for 15% off raycon wireless earbuds uh, that's b-u-y-r-a-y-c-o-n.com slash burr that's great they're just as good as all the top brands they're they're half the price and you're getting 15% off that so 50 percent and 50 that's uh 65% off And if you're like me, you're going to lose them anyway. So why the fuck buy a really expensive pair when the other ones sound just as good for half the price plus 15% off? All right, that's it. Go to buyraycon.com slash burr. And I'm back. Um, All right. What else did I want to talk about? There was some fucking story I wanted to tell you now that I've pissed off everybody in the trades. I'll tell you right now, if it wasn't for plumbers, you'd be outside shitting. In an outhouse that wasn't painted with no electricity. Um, Who's going to build the outhouse? All right. uh, All right. What have I been doing? You know, I I really, you know, today I was driving up in like the hills out in the valley uh, with my lovely family. And uh, it's a nice clear day. Beautiful temperature out here. And I got to tell you something, man. I fucking miss flying, like you fucking read about. Ugh, I fucking miss it so much. I, I didn't realize how much it got in me. I just thought it was this, this cool thing that I learned how to do. I actually, I literally miss. I miss the smell. I miss the sounds. I miss being on the radio. I miss being up there soloing. The tower says something to me, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> the excitement. The excitement of am I going to fuck this up? Um, no, and I told you I took I flew an A star one time, and I cannot shake that feeling. Every time I see a police helicopter go over, that's what they fly. Every time I see, I follow them on Instagram. Uh, all these helicopter things, and whenever I see it, that is—it's not the sexiest looking helicopter, but it's the coolest one. That I've flown. I never flew the fucking the other one. I've talked about this bullshit, but I, I'm really, really missing that shit. Um other than that, I just been trying to eat well, staying home. I got one for you, man. Um I've just been making these house salads. Like uh, you know, I'm really fucking into, you know, obviously trying not to waste food, which is something, you know, I I I think I've been doing up until this point in my life. Like just throwing shit just goes bad. So I've, I've kind of conquered the whole veggie-going-bad thing. You know, you just get a giant head of lettuce, whatever you like. You chop that fucker up, and whatever looks like it only has a couple days left, you chop that up, and you throw it in the fucking salad. And then for lunch, you have that salad, and I just put a little bit of olive oil and some fucking uh, lemon juice. Give that thing a little fucking toss over there. Hang on one second. Nate Craig. Buddy. Hey, I am on my podcast right now. I got you on speaker. Can I, can I call you back after you say hello to the listeners? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Enjoy your quarantine safely and inside. Do what the doctors tell you. That's you right. Call me whenever. Okay. And thank you for all the hockey highlights you've been sending me during this thing. I got to get you through this, bud. I know. You're, you've, always, you've always been there for me, man. I'll call you in a few minutes. All right. I'll See you. Yeah, he's been just sending me all this Connor McDavid shit and all the way back to like Mario Lemieux and all of this stuff. Um, unbelievable hockey player. Three best comedian hockey players I know. Nate Craig, Steve Byrne, and the goat. The goat, Ian Bag. Ian fucking Bag. Uh, Ian Bag is like on another level. He's on he's he like Nate Craig and Steve Byrne are fucking amazing. And, like, Ian Bagg is, is like, semi-pro, Canadian semi-pro. And I'm just fun to skate around. Um, I actually looked at my hockey stuff. I have not skated. Oh, my God. I haven't skated since 2015 when I first got the sciatic nerve thing. And uh, I'm hoping that there's a world in the new normal where I can actually go to a public rink skate frontwards and cross over on one side for an hour before then having to deal with turning around and going the other way um anyway what the fuck was i just talking about i was talking about flying i wasn't talking about that i was talking about no the salad and then i put a little i i just put like after i tossed the salad there keep it clean people uh with the lemon and the olive oil and a little bit of salt and pepper then uh, on top, no olive oil, no lemon on this. As I, I'll put like, uh, I chop up like a pear. And I have that for lunch. And If you have a fucking smoothie for breakfast, okay? I'm going to tell you what your dad bod's going to be doing right then. It's going to be like, what the fuck is going on? Right? And then all the fat on your fucking flabby, putting together a swing set torso is going to start disappearing. I'll tell you right now, I, I would put my body... At 51, going to be 52, I would put it up against any 48-year-old out there, all right? Except for those Instagram 48-year-old guys who are fucking vegans and doing pull-ups and pretending they're walking upstairs. I'm not talking about those guys. I'm just saying, if we went to a mall right now and I walked up to any random 48-year-old dudes, all right, shirts off in three, two, one, we just, you know, like we're going to have a dance-off or something like that shit I did in dad's home, daddy's home, right? I'm telling you telling you i could fucking i could go up against the average dad that's a half a century two years short shy of half a century and my goal by the end of this pandemic is to be able to talk shit to a 43 year old and watch him cower right i wanted him to look down at the floor mats in the suv that he bought that he did not want um all right got a little weird in the end fuck do you want from me Um, so allegedly, I guess this thing's going to end on May 15th. And I think that's dangerous to tell people considering during this, they can't even stand on a fucking X. All right. So I almost think some misinformation about that, you know, we're still not out of the woods and we're, I don't mean that. I mean, just scare the shit out of people a little bit more just so they don't fuck it up in the end. Because all it takes is one cunt to go out there and lick another bat asshole before May 15th. And I who knows when we get to go outside. All right. Um, that is all. That is all. That is all. Uh, I think next Monday, I might be, uh, or definitely sometime next week, I'm gonna be on Hi- History Hyenas. Um, the uh Giannis Pappas and uh Chrissy D podcast. Sorry, I'm trying to look it up here for my schedule. When the fuck I'm going to be there. Um, I think we're going to do it. No, oh, the text messages. Sorry. I think we're going. I said I could do it Monday. Hopefully it'll be on Monday. Uh, Giannis Pappas, Chris D Stefano. And um, I'm going to zoom in to that one. And tomorrow I'm going to be on Bob Saget's podcast. Uh, tomorrow being Thursday, which is today. All right. That is it. That is all. Uh, God bless you. Thank you for wearing a mask uh, and gloves, two gloves, unlike me, and uh, you know, and thank you for standing on the X. The other people, Jesus Christ, could you put the fucking effort in? All right? Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling positive. We're all gonna fucking do this, all right? Uh, I love everybody. Except for painters. No, I'm kidding. I even love painters. All right. Enjoy the music. Picked out by the great Andrew Themelis. And now we got a bonus half hour of a Thursday afternoon just before Friday, Monday morning podcast from a Thursday, a couple, two, three years ago. All right? Have a great weekend. You can see see on Monday. One. Two. with me. us, with me. oh, with me fine. Jump with me. jump us with me. Jump all with me. Me. Great big hit. on am um, playing like you're on. Mm-hmm. Great big hit. on am um, music. And good vibes. Great big hit. on uh, am playing like you're on. Mm-hmm. Great big hit. on am um, music. Each day, each day going on, it's Bill Burr, and it's the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, April 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, April 16th, 2012, 2012, what's this decade called, by the way, you know, last decade was called the 2000s, or the twos, or the otts. what was it called, the turn of the century, Um, this one's called the teens, you ever think about that shit, it was the roaring 20s, it was the holy shit 30s and, hey, let's go get that fucking half a mustache cunt 40s, the uh, shifty 50s, the hey man 60s, right? Oh, gives a fuck. It's – um, why am I yelling? You know why? Because I have no energy. So I figured I could just start screaming and I could overcome my lack of fucking enthusiasm here. Well, you know what? I got to tell you something, 58, 59, bang, there's one minute. One minute down, 59 to go. Um, It's Sunday night here in Los Angeles. And I'm leaning on a piano, singing a song. There's a divorced man at the bar. Maybe he'd never got married. He stares into his drink, thinking about what would have been. Holy fuck, it's me. Sorry, I just sang a Twilight Zone episode. Um, <laughs> all right, what the fuck am I doing here? You know, so you know, I, got this, I got this new fancy fucking laptop, you know, and they got this stupid fucking password thing on this thing. I, first of all, I bought a goddamn Mac, knowing full well that the person who finished assembling this probably threw themselves out the window to kill themselves, only to be stopped by those don't-kill-yourself nets, flung back through the window... Landing back at his station to then listen to soothing don't-kill-yourself music. All right? So I spend all this money on this laptop that some fucking eight-year-old put together at four in the morning, you know, while being beaten with uh, the last thing he assembled. And uh, they got this fucking password on here. I swear to God, if I walk away from the computer for fucking five seconds, I got to type it in again. So I know what you guys are saying. I know what you're thinking. You're going, well, Bill, why don't you just go to that part of the fucking computer? And maybe push it back to like five minutes. Well, I'll tell you why. Because I can't fucking find it. That's why. I can't find it. This thing should come with a book. Or do I have to go buy a book? I don't know. I hate these fucking things. I hate these goddamn things. And I have to be up tomorrow morning, everybody. Tomorrow morning, I have to be at work. 6.20 in the morning. You understand me? I have a job tomorrow. Just like you guys. You're probably already at your job, aren't you? swollen eyes from a weekend of boozing, you know, trying to forget that you had to come to that cubicle, thinking if you drank enough of them, maybe the thought of it would go away, and there you are sitting there, you know, looking at all three sides of your cubicle. Well, i got to tell you something. When do you spin yourself around your little plastic staple chair? You see that? The fourth wall, you can walk right through that. You walked into it. Why don't we have a walk out of your cubicle day one of these days? You know, I want to start an Occupy. um, I don't know what. How about an Unoccupy your fucking cubicle day? You know, give me a fucking office or don't give me an office. I'll just sit at a desk like fucking Jack Lemmon at the beginning of uh, the apartment. You ever see that movie? It's a great fucking movie. But if you watch it, they're all just sitting in this whole line of desks and they're shooting the shit everybody's flirting with each other they fuck after work they drink and they all do it in jack lemon's apartment you know evidently that was that was too much fun there was a way we could somehow fucking have them sitting near one another yet not being able to see one another maybe then we could be a little more efficient yeah um all right this is the podcast uh I have to jump right in on one. Somebody just wrote, hockey is like soccer. Bill, how can you hate on soccer and love hockey so much? The fuck? They are so similar. Yeah, except one is played by men. The other is played by girls, who anytime you brush up against them, they go, oh. They roll around on the ground for fucking 20 minutes. You know who else does that in the NHL? European soccer uh, fucking hockey players. The fucking Swedes, right? The Norwegians. I don't even know if there's any Norwegians. I don't know. All those fucking, the Sandines, however you say them, the fucking twins up there. Jesus Christ, you even grazed their fucking Ben Affleck goatees from 1996. They flop around on the ice. I like soccer. I think it is very similar to hockey. I just can't get over the fucking, what does it say about the many a country that they pretend to be hurt and roll around? So some guy will take a little yellow fucking card out of his back pocket and run up to the person who allegedly did it and just fucking, you know, pull it out like some sort of, I don't know, FBI badge. I hate how the ref runs up to the guy who does it and like, there's the yellow card. Why doesn't somebody just slap it out of his fucking hand? This is when I'll start watching soccer. You know what the thing I feel about soccer? I feel like the people in the stands are tougher than the people on the field. It's, it's really bizarre. You know, I would go out on the pitch in a second, my little fucking Larry Bird short shorts, and I'd run around there and brush up against fellow men and watch them go fucking fall on the grass and roll around hugging their knee that I didn't hit. I would do that a second. As far as standing in the crowd with those fucking crooked teeth, sons of bitches with a couple of pints and some fish and chips in them. Fuck that. I'd never do it. Have them choke me to death with their fucking matching scarves. I don't need that. All right? I'm going to tell you, the Premier League is, is phenomenal. World Cup soccer, I love it. I love it, except for the every time I start to get into it, there's that that just that shameless flopping around. Flopping around. They all look like they're going to cry. The Spaniards and the Italians, they actually get their eyes all welled up like fucking Meryl Streep. They're out there trying to win an award. That's what I would do, you know. If I, if I was making films in England, that's what I would do right there. I would fucking, uh, you know, I'd cast just a soccer player. Those guys can cry on cue. All you got to do is run by them. Um, so anyway, so now, of course, he goes the condescending thing. I don't know if this guy's actually, because uh, he's actually saying that he's into the Blackhawks. He's like, Americans don't have the attention span to watch the game that the rest of the world plays You know, I love that. I love how they just can't admit that we don't give a fuck because we we like contact sports. That's what we like. We like people smashing into one another. That's what we like and getting brain damage and then bitching about it years later, even though they did it on purpose because the fucking assistant coach gave them a thousand bucks to do it. Those are the kinds of games that we like. All right. We're ignorant and we're violent, but we do have an attention span. All right. I understand it's a beautiful game. Phenomenal, the corner kicks flying up and over, everybody grabbing their balls on the penalty shots. It's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to watch 10 guys stand in a line, cupping their junk, yet giving up their face to block this ball, you know? And as always, they always say, they, why do they call it football? They should call it handball because they carry it in their hands. You know, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, Okay. Like I said, I totally respect the game. I think it's a beautiful game. But when you guys get rid of the flopping around and and borderline crying in that game, uh, I'm all over it. I'm all over it, all right? But don't talk to me about fucking attention span. It's fucking boring. All right? It's not boring. It's just just fucking – it's the flop. For me, I'm speaking for everybody. I'm speaking for me. I can't get over the flopping around. I like the Premier League. I like listening to everybody singing the songs, the excitement in the crowd. You can feel it. It matters. There's history. I can totally get into it. But every time I start to get on the edge of my seat, somebody fucking starts, I don't know what, grabbing their anus and, uh, you know, flipping around. And then that douche runs up and fucking stomps his foot as he pulls out the card. And I'm I'm just not into it. All right. You know, I like when people do that. Like, they just can't accept that you don't like their sport. Like, I tweeted something. Yes, I did do that and somehow maintained my heterosexuality. I tweeted something. And um, I said that you could watch Lord of the Rings in the time it takes to watch the final 58 seconds of a close NBA game. Right? The NBA, I, I don't ever remember it taking that fucking long. When I was younger... I used to watch Hoop, but, you know, just like a baseball game. Baseball games didn't take as long. There wasn't everybody doing a fucking triple Lindy between every single fucking pitch, stepping outside the batter bar, grabbing your dick, adjusting your gloves, and all that boring horse shit. I put that right up there with soccer. All right? Fucking basketball is the same thing. So I end up I end up making fun of that shit, and somebody writes back. Um, what the fuck did they write? Something on the effect that, you know, we always make fun of that which we don't understand, you know, kind of like what you're doing, saying that n- you're not admitting that soccer does is kind of fucking boring. You're just going to say we don't have the attention span for it, you know, yet somehow we can sit there and watch nine innings of boring baseball. Plenty of Americans do that, sir, right? Do you hear that? You hear that sound, sir? That's the sound of your argument hitting the fucking water in the shitter, all right? And this other cunt sitting there talking about how, you know, I'm making fun of basketball like I don't understand it. I totally understand it. I've been watching it for 30 fucking years. All right, youngster? I've been watching it since 1981. Okay? And I just, I don't know. There's two things that made me stop watching. After the Jordan era, everyone who tried to be Jordan, you know, not passing the ball, trying trying to win without a big man. I can do it all myself because Michael did it. And then it took them like eight years to figure out they weren't Michael. You know, that type of shit. Kobe's the only guy I've, I've been able to see, see do it. That kind of, I, I used to like the team aspect of it. That kind of left. And then the end of the fucking game. It's just like this 58 fucking, you know what the worst is? Is when the other team has clearly lost the fucking game and they keep calling timeouts. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Just, it, it's over. Fuck fucking, what, what do you do? You're trying to cock block? The, you're trying to delay their celebration? You know? I don't know. So, I mean, I still like hoop, you know. Uh, there's aspects of soccer that I like, but I, I don't know. There's something about basketball. I don't understand why I watch this exciting, fast-paced fucking game, and then right when it all matters, you slow the whole fucking thing down, and I watch people take unguarded shots to win the game. It becomes golf at that point. There's nobody trying to stop you, you know. Instead of putting it into the hole, you're, you're, you're fucking throwing it in. Sort of lobbing it in, putting a nice pretty arc on it, unless you're Shaq. You know, the second you put your fucking hands over the over your head, you're above the rim, right? So what do you do? You try to throw it in straight? You know, I think Shaq's the only person who probably has a worse science background than I do. You know, remember that shit when I was telling you I don't understand how fl- planes fly? Or how you can you can have a, on a cruise ship? How uh, you can have a fucking pool on a cruise ship? You know what I mean. How do you dig a hole <laughs> into the into the fuselage and dump water in it and it doesn't sink? It's just fucking beyond me. Um, the only person I would say has a worse science background than me would be Shaq because he was in the league for almost twenty goddamn seasons and he never figured out that hey, you know, maybe I need to put an you know some sort of trajectory on this thing. Is that the right word? It's unreal. I mean, when I was a kid, and I and, and you know, with the nerf hoop, I I knew I knew to do that. How can you be fucking nine feet tall and not understand that? Stay in that? My fucking voice is cracking. Um. So, anyways, yeah, I got to go to work tomorrow, six twenty in the fucking morning. Nia needs the car, so that means I got to take Big Boy, and drive her up the fucking driveway. My fucking neighbors are gonna kill me. But a quarter to six in the morning. <laughs> It's the sound of my truck warming up Then it stalls It's me pumping the gas You know Then, and then I'm up the top of the fucking driveway You know And they're going to look out the window With their noses all wrinkled up It's going to be ugly It's going to be ugly, but I got to use it. I got to tell you something. There's nothing better than have a classic car on a fucking Sunday driving it around out here in L.A. You know? Absolutely love it. Love it. And thanks to everybody who showed me where I could go buy some parts for it. I ordered everything I need. My side view mirror is coming in so I can stop looking over my right shoulder. Um... All right, this is the Monday morning podcast, everybody. Um, welcome, Welcome if you're new. I know I'm, po- I'm picking up like one or two listeners a week, and that's big for me, because I like to grow things small, and that's not, not small, in a very slow rate of speed. All right? I'm not trying to blow up, you know, like all these other people who are like like fucking motivated. It's not my style. I like where I'm at. I'm satisfied. Just like when I was in high school. I wasn't doing well. I wanted to get into a good college, but, you know, I started flunking classes, and I was just like, well, you know what? Am I still eating every day? You know, do I have plenty of water? Is there a roof over my head when it's raining out? I'm fine. Why do I need to pass these classes? You need two years of a language or no college is going to look at you. Really, lady, with the really long dress? I'm still thinking of fucking you. You might as well dress like a whore, but that's another subject. As far as your two years of a language, I think as long as I have the money, I can do it. Anybody in high school listening to this fucking thing, you don't need two years of a language to get in. What you need to do is either pass two years of uh, of a language. And get in that way. And if you don't, then all you do is you just go to a community college for a couple of years. And you prove that you can, you can work at a college level. Right? And then you just transfer in. You fucking parachute in like the way Clemens joined the fucking 1999 world champion New York Yankees. He just jumped right in. He parachuted right in, right through the sunroof of, of <laughs> the limo that they took the previous year when they won the championship. And then he won it. That's how you do your college career. Two years of a community college, you can get a fucking paper route and pay for that goddamn tuition, right? You save all that goddamn money. You with dumber girls, so they're easier to bang. They got lower self-esteem, you know. Probably gonna swallow. It's all in the brochure. <laughs> and then right when you got that, you you think that you can't wash the stink of the community college out of you, you fucking, you apply to a real school. You apply to the school that you wanted to go to. You go out, you get some fucking loans, and then you're in there. And and you, and you fucking get the same degree as Susie Smartpants, who fucking learned how to sort of speak a language in this country that you don't need to speak another one in. Right? And then come graduation day, you're sitting right next to her, half fucking price. Half price. Half off. Half off a Notre Dame fucking education. I'll tell you, you want to talk about a disappointment going to the Notre Dame fucking campus. All those years when they showed the Golden Dome and Jesus standing there with his arms out like, oh, are we going to score here or what? Right? Touchdown, Jesus, and all the beautiful trees and the beautiful ladies and the autumn leaves and all that type of shit. And You're like, oh, my God, that's fucking gorgeous. That's where I wanted to go to school, you know. I already look like their mascot, you know. I figured I'd show up; they'd be like, "Oh my God, it's him!" And I get laid, you know. Be like if you look like Elvis showed up at Graceland. You tell me somebody's not going to suck your dick if you got some sequins on the side of your slacks. I mean, these are just theories, people. So, anyways, I finally went to the Notre Dame campus, and it is absolutely beautiful. But the surrounding fucking area can be summed up in one word. Oh, jeez. Jesus Christ. I mean, you want to talk about a fucking reality show waiting to happen. The surrounding area, those are the people who were too dumb to, go- to be on some fucking fishing for clams reality show. You know what I mean? That should be the name of the reality show. Too dumb to be on a tugboat, whatever the fuck next job they're going to show me. The real tugboaters. You know, so there was a cruise liner coming in, and uh, we didn't have enough tires on the side of the. Shut the fuck up. You know something? I would actually, you know, if I had to be on a boat, if I had to work on a boat, right, if I had to get my little, uh, if I had to do it, there's no fucking way I'd work on a cruise ship because I don't like people, okay? And at the top of the list of people that I don't like are fat people sunbathing, okay? You should have shame. Put your fucking shirt on. OK, and if I got to look at that and bring you a slice of cake at the same time, th- there's no way I'm not getting fired. So cruise ships are out the Navy. I'm not joining the Navy. There's no fucking way I'm joining the Navy unless I'm, I'm going to be a Navy SEAL and I'm too much of a pussy to do that. All right. But I'm not joining the Navy. You know, see the world. What, what, what do I see? A bunch of fucking water. You know. Pull into port somewhere for fucking twenty minutes. I don't want to do that shit. I don't the navy. I always picture them just singing songs, mopping up the deck. Or you're in a fucking sub, and that's even the worst. You know what I mean? I think I'd rather go to prison than be in a fucking goddamn sub under the water. Right? That's where the subs are, aren't they, Bill? I was. I was thank God you described where a sub is. There's no fucking way. There is no good goddamn fucking way I, c- I could survive on the sub. You know? Those little doorways. All those douchebags. What, what can you do down there? You know, there's fucking guys underneath there for six months. I you, at some point you just got to shoot off a torpedo just to do it, right? At a fucking like whale shark or something? Are they endangered? Um, do they still have periscopes on those things? Um, what the fuck am I talking? So I couldn't do that job. I wouldn't go I'd want to go fishing because I saw a perfect storm and I read the book. Uh, and that's my reality. Fucking George Clooney. Ship's going under, and he pushes himself back into it as if the human body has the ability to fucking override your brain going, I need some air. Mark Wahlberg was out. I like how they had that nice little moment where they were looking at at each other in one of the worst storms ever. Underwater, in the dark, in salt water, no mask on. They actually shared a moment, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what I'm talking about. Oh, a tugboat. I could work on a tugboat. You know, you get one of those peacoats, 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 and you start singing song, Oh, she was half a fish. How do you find the vagina? I can see your tits. What's up with fucking mermaids? That's why I never understood about mermaids. How do you get to the fucking pooty? You know, tits are right there. That's all you can do with a fucking uh, mermaid. You just get tit fucker. You know? Until they got dry. Be all that fucking dried out salt on the side of your dick. Probably sting after a while. You know? And she's looking at you like, you know, I need to get back in the water because I'm starting to dry out. And you're like, yeah, I noticed. And I noticed with the chafing of either side of the shaft. This is one of the filthiest fucking podcasts I've ever done. And you know what? I don't give a shit because I have to be up in like fucking three hours. Um... What are you doing tomorrow, Bill, that you have to be up? Um, I got jury duty. I got jury duty. I don't have jury duty. I do have jury duty. I fucking blew it off. So next time I get pulled over, I think old Billy Boy's going to jail. You know, kill two birds with one stone. You know? Do they arrest you? That's why, you know. I haven't gone to jury duty. It's probably a stupid thing to admit right now, but I didn't. You know, I was trying to go. I just, I'm, I'm busy. I work for myself. What am I supposed to do? I have to go to Albuquerque this weekend. What, what do you want from me? You know, there's 40 people in a strip mall that are depending on me to <laughs> to go there and talk about my dick. You know, I would love to sit here and you know listen to you make your points and then listen to that guy make his point. I would, you know, something I would, um, when I get old. Er, I'm already old, but when I get really old, you know, and I've just pushed everybody away in my life and it's just me and, you know, a couple pairs of socks and, you know, some old man underwear, you know, the one that has like that MC hammer crutch. So you can have your old man balls hanging down to your knees, right? And you have a little sideways shuffle to the, to the toilet, you know, the balls are just sitting there in the water. It's the only thing that lets you know you're still alive. You know, every, every morning when your old balls hit that toilet water, um, I think what I would do for entertainment is I would go, I would just watch trials. I've noticed that, you know, anytime I ever went to court, it was always old people just sitting there like knitting and shit. And it's like, is that the grandmother I, I never knew I had. And it's just like, is this, you know, is this bitch just sitting here like watching me go to fucking, you know, or one of my friends. Going to trial here and this is just like entertainment for you. And I used to think it was really a fucking asshole thing to do. But I got to admit. That could be fun. You're not required to be there. I would go to the sickest fucking trials. You know, murder trials. I wouldn't go to child molester trials. There's no fuck. Actually, no murder. Because then they're going to go through it. No, no. I go drug dealer. I go drug dealer. Auto theft shoplifters. That's what I'd like to see, some chick who fucking went in with this oversized purse and tried to steal a chandelier or something. I'd sit in on those things. I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. You guys want to hear a commercial? Wouldn't that be neat? What if I sing it this Oh, Christ, I got to fucking put my goddamn password in. Unbelievable. Can somebody please tell me where I go on this stupid fucking thing to change it? Oh, my God, you go into settings, and then you hit the fucking Apple Key card, go fuck yourself. Um, Where are we? I fucking hate computers. You know what I hate about computers is some of the dumbest people I know on the planet are really good at them. You know, it's like golf. I was talking about that last week. The amount of people I know that suck at all real sports, and then you, they get out on the course, they can hit it straight. You know why? Because nobody's trying to stop. Um, all right. Here we go. What what do we got here? Stamps.com, everybody. Attached copy. Where the hell is it? Stamps.com, everybody. I've been talking about this for a week. This has been the runaway hit as far as advertising goes on my podcast. Everybody's getting getting into this. Don't be the last person to still be going to the post office because you'll be like me. I still have a fax machine. Do you understand that, people? I still fax things. I bought one in 1999. It's a Panasonic, and and I stand by it. Oh, oh, that's me faxing. Um, Anyways, stamps.com. All right, this is the deal. All right? We're all busy. Even if you're an absolute loser, you're busy nowadays. Have you noticed that? I, I I don't have a friggin' day job, and for some reason, all goddamn day, I have stuff to do. I don't have time to go to the post office. Wouldn't it be wonderful if somehow the post office was in my house? Well... Thanks to stats.com. Um, this is a deal. It's important to look professional to your clients. You don't look unprofessional. You want to look professional to your clients, your customers, and your partners. You want to come off like you know what you're doing. That's what they're saying with this copy. Placing regular stamps on your letters and packages, that won't do the trick. All right? You're going to look like some eight year old. You know, with your little butterfly stamps or your have a nice day stamps? You want professional, professional looking metered stamps. All right, if you want to take your business to the next level or if you want to intimidate your grandmother when you send back her sweater, all right, take my advice. Use stamps.com instead. This is the deal. You can buy and print official U.S. postage using your own computer or someone else's if they're generous, but your own computer and your printer. You print professional-looking postage directly onto envelopes, labels, um, even paper. Plus, stamps.com will give you a digital scale, my personal favorite. I love the scale. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm doing something illegal, but I'm not. You know, it's safe. Um, basically, you can get exact postage for any letter or package the instant you need it. And I can back that up because I'm sending all my DVDs out. I stick it on a little scale. It prints it out. I got my little visor. It's phenomenal. Um, endorsement. Here we go. Part two. Um, I highly recommend Stamps.com. Actually, I do. It's easy to use. It's convenient. And you can start it right now. All right, so if you go to stamps.com, they have a special offer for my listeners. All right, you use my last name, Burr, B-U-R-R, for a no-risk trial plus a $110 bonus offer, which includes that digital scale that I'm so fond of and $55 in free postage. All right, you can't lose. All right, so go now. Go to stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage, and you type in Burr, B-U-R-R. That's stamps.com. Enter Burr. B-U-R-R, you get $55 of free postage and $110, no, in a digital scale. That's what you do. All right? And now, look at this. We're back to the podcast. Thanks, by the way, for everybody's do- everybody who's been uh, taking advantage of stamps.com. They've been very happy with the uh, with you guys doing that stuff. All right? Can you tell I'm trying to search for something while I'm talking to you? I'm trying to compliment you as I'm doing this. All right. Getting over abroad. Um what here? 28 minutes in. All right. We're flying. We're flying now. Getting over abroad. Howdy, Bill. Go fuck yourself. All right. I broke up with my girlfriend seven months ago, several months ago, and I'm having trouble getting over her. We broke up because I had to move for school. I swore to myself I would stop contacting her because I was becoming psychotic and jealous, and I did. I'm still finding myself thinking about her all the time. All of the girls in my new town are horrific monsters. They aren't white trash, ugly cunts. They are super hot, but brain dead and boring and way out of my league. Dude, how is somebody brain dead and boring out of your league? What, because they're super hot? Just walk up to her. What is she going to say? All, all she's going to do is say no. <laughs> I'm not saying she's going to say no every time, but you got to listen. Listen, let me tell you something. Do you want a fucking beautiful girl? Do you want to marry a fucking beautiful woman? A beautiful, smart woman. Isn't that what every guy wants to do? Well, you're not going to do it if you're too afraid to talk to him. All right? So why don't you practice on a brain-dead stupid one so someday when that girl walks in and takes your breath away, you're going to have the fucking balls over there to walk up, you know? Say something witty while you got your hand on a clam. No, don't do that. You don't want to do that. Okay, don't do that. You know what I'm saying. All right? Anyways, my ex-girlfriend was smart, hot, funny, cool, and was really into me. I tried getting over her by banging other chicks, but it doesn't work. It just leaves them brokenhearted and makes me feel worse. Well, wait a minute. How are they brokenhearted after you just banged them? That means you bang them for a couple weeks and then tell them to fuck off. Don't do that. You, You should just be, you know, stick and move. All right? Anyways, he says, I can't seem to find... Anyone that can measure up to my ex need more solutions. All right. Well, you know, when you break up with somebody that you care about and they have all those good attributes, it's gonna be a while before you meet another one. All right. So you just gotta go through it, dude. If you if you if you don't wanna get back together with the other girl, you know, then what you gotta do is you got, you, you gotta learn to be fucking single again. You got to remember, what did I do before I met that last girl? What did I do? Oh, well, let's see. I had beers. I fucking worked out. I watched football or whatever the fuck you did. I went to one of the, I went to the Hunger Games. I read that trilogy of books or whatever the fuck that is. You know, it hurts. Okay. Breaking up with somebody who's awesome, but it's just not right or whatever. It hurts. So accept it. All right. Platoon, take the pain. You know? Why don't you sit down and have a good cry? Just fucking cry it out of you. Every day. Just wake up. Think about it. Let, when your bottom lip starts quivering, don't stop it. Just give into it. That's what kills guys. We don't cry. Just fucking cry. Ah, just fucking cry. Put your face in your pillow and cry like a little fucking girl. I shouldn't have said girl. Just fucking cry like a human being. Why do we deny that emotion as men? Just let it out. All right, then wake up. You know, once you're done crying, go in the bathroom, put your face on. (laughs) Go get yourself a bowl of Fruit Loops. Just, you know, after you're done crying, I'm going to get through this. You hype yourself up. Have a good day today. Go hit on some fucking hot, brain dead, boring fucking broad. It's just as practice. Just as practice. Okay, you're going to find another one. You sound like you're still young. It's not like you're fifty. Even then, at 50, I swear to God, if you're making money, you can probably still get, like, a hot 34-year-old. You know, I wouldn't go any younger than that, you know, because you got to think by the time you're 60, she's going to be 44. She could still hang in there for that, you know, and all you got to do is just keep fucking spinning around in the bedroom for another five years, and then she's too old to give a fuck, and then you got her, and she'll be patting, patting your fucking, rubbing your forehead as you're laying there in your deathbed. You know, telling you that you did did the right thing. You go any younger than that. They have options and they'll leave you. All right? So getting over broad. That's what you got to do. You got to cry it out of you and you just got to accept that it's going to hurt and it's, it takes time. Okay? But, uh, you know, don't run back to the other one just because you're lonely. All right? Because then you're going to have to fuck it. You're going to have to break up with them again. You know, it's like fucking Iraq. If We just did it right the first time. We would not have to go back the second time, you know? Didn't make any sense. Um, All right. Next one. Bill, get a gun. Look, buddy. Look, buddy. It's simple. Get a gun. I'm totally (laughs) going to be like stereotypical here. When I finished, when I first started banging my lady, I'd stay over her place almost every night. She was still finishing up her divorce, and the ex was still in dick mode. Jesus Christ, I remember one night last morning she woke me up saying she heard something downstairs. She insisted I go down and look. I'd stayed silent pretending I was just waiting to hear it. Really, I was shitting myself on the inside. Of course you were. Nobody wants to go down there and figure out who the fuck it is. All she had was a pen. Wait, all she had was a pen that I thought I could Nicholas Cage into a neck if I had to. But naked, butt naked, I'm walking around, scared as hell, pen in hand. Come up empty, and soon enough, uh, wait, came up empty, so evidently you didn't find anybody. And soon enough, bought a Taurus PT-140 Pro. It's a sidearm. I shot once and keep it in arm's reach of my bed. I'll tell you what, Mr. Burr, I sleep like a baby, and I'm relaxed, I'm relaxed knowing it's there. Plus, it makes you feel like a man. Maybe if you start pack, packing heat, you'll get off you, period, your period, and quit bitching about how bad your podcast sucks. One more thing: Who is the greatest American band? Credence, Clearwater, Revival? Um, first of all, dude, uh, you fucking you went out and got a gun, you shot it once, and then that's it. You don't want to get good at it. I actually went shooting this week. I went to the gun range, everybody. I shot a five-shot thirty-eight and I shot a, uh, a nine-millimeter. And I got to tell you something. It was fucking terrifying at first, and then quickly became awesome. And I, I enjoyed the entire process. I enjoyed loading it. I enjoyed shooting it. The skill of trying to hit the target, you know, taking the shells out of the five-shot. And, uh, you know, if they let me clean it, I would have loved it. I was like fucking uh, Private pile in full metal jacket by the end of it, fucking looking down up through my eyebrows. I completely enjoyed it. Um, but uh, you don't sound like you respect it, sir. You sound like the kind of guy who shouldn't have a gun, if you ask me. You shot it once and now you keep it an arm reach of your bed and now you fucking sleep like a baby because I know it's there and I'll just fucking wave it around. The thing you got you to gotta watch out with a gun is it's an instant black belt. That's the thing. And you didn't go through the discipline of it. So you got to respect the fact that you could fucking kill somebody. I know the guy right. – I'm just saying this right now so this guy can fucking <laughs> go to the gun range tomorrow and put like a red wig on his targets and start fucking shooting at it. Um that's the thing about a gun. It's this amazing power when you have it. This amazing power that you have to fucking. Uh, I don't know. That's what I felt when I had it. I was just like, you have this thing, you have the ability to take a fucking life. And it was like really like, uh, you know, I didn't get this psycho charge from it. I, I felt like this ridiculous level of responsibility, like I was holding a baby near an alligator or some shit, if that makes any fucking sense. It's the people who fucking get those. It's, you know what? It, it's like people who get pit bulls. And they treat him nice and then other people who get pit bulls and and they they try to make turn the dog into the badass they never were. You know what I mean? You're kinda coming off like that. Why the fuck would you only shoot it once? And then you keep it loaded by the side of your bed? You know? I uh I got like three or four different contacts and I'm I'm gonna who who like serious gun safety um courses that I'm going to take and whatever gun I get, I'm going to know how to fucking take that thing apart, put it back together. Everything about it. Go to the gun range a zillion times so I'm proficient with the fucking weapon. And and then, you know, keep it in a safe goddamn place where no one can get hurt with it and if somebody fucks with me, I can instantly get it. You know? That's my deal. I'm not going to shoot it once and then keep it by my bed. I fucking feel safe now, man. Why don't you get off your period? Why Is that why you're talking all tough now because you got your gun? How come you didn't talk shit about my podcast before? What, because you were unarmed? Huh? I'm going to push this guy over the edge. Anyways, he says, who who's the, is the greatest American band? Uh, fucking Aerosmith. Credence Clearwater Revival. You don't think all their songs sound the same? When I was just a little boy, something about a swamp. Even though we're all from Sacramento, the shit don't make no sense. Oh, Susie Q. I actually like Creedence Killer Water Revival. But uh, my brother, when I was a kid, he bought like the fucking eight cassette greatest hits thing that I'm sure their manager put out remember that song Vans can't dance but he'll steal your money um he put he put that shit out I'm sure he got all the fucking money and my brother listened to those things over and over and over and over again and it got to the point I fucking I I hated the band but it's been 20 years since i listened to him and every once in a while I hear him and I'm starting to like him again it's kind of like Led Zeppelin Led Zeppelin I listened to every you know how overplayed Stairway to Heaven is I did that to every one of their songs and uh, yeah it became like when I started hearing Led Zeppelin it was like you know that moment in Clockwork Orange when they're holding his fucking eyes open and he starts to get sick when he sees violence like I I would get like nauseous when I heard him Um, I would say Aerosmith you know is that right I don't know I'm fucking old I like Aerosmith been making fucking albums for what, 40 goddamn years? Doesn't that count for something? CCR. 737 coming out of the sky. How, you know what? They're really from Sacramento. How come they never said hella in any of their songs? Can anybody tell me that? Can anybody explain that to me? What the fuck am I talking about? All right, let's get to some more advertising here, people. We're going to Gamefly right now. Gamefly.com, everybody. Do you play video games? Sure, we all do. Um, you know what would be awesome? What if you got a 15-day free, tri- free trial and you get 8,000 video games delivered to your home or straight to your PC? Wouldn't that be awesome? Just go to GameFly.com slash Burr. 15 days for free. 8,000 games at your fingertips, either delivered to your door or straight to your damn PC. You can't do any better than that. All right? So there's your fix. If you got video games, thanks to the Monday morning podcast. Look at me, you got a post office in your house. You got eight thousand games now, right? You go to skate, you go to skatefenders. You're protecting your feet, and uh, I don't know what else I got to do for you people. This guy's still fucking bitching at me. Old tough guy there with his fucking gun. Ooh, I got a gun now. Now I'm gonna talk shit, you know. Fucking asshole. They should have given you a BB gun. Um, all right. <clears throat> Overrated, underrated for this week. Uh, underrated. Uh, T-tops on a Pontiac Firebird. Ah, oh, Jesus. That's my childhood right there. Because nothing beats getting... Can you guys proofread your shit? Oh, getting dome. Okay, because... I'm sorry. This one's on me. Because nothing beats getting dome in your parked car while you get to look at the stars. <laughs> He says it's one of the most awesome things you'll get to experience. Wow, dude. You know what? You just painted a picture. I think I gotta I gotta add that to my bucket list. And you know what, too? You can't you can't be like just on the street. You can't hear the sound of the street. You gotta go to someplace secu- secluded, right? On a fucking moonlit night. Have some chick blow you I mean, it's you know she'd probably actually think that that was romantic. The only thing missing in that whole thing is a unicorn. All right, overrated. Imports. Imports. I'm referring to all the Japanese burners you see on the streets. The Honda Civics, the Acura Integras, the Nissan 240SX. Everybody thinks they, they, they're they the shit and they want to race them when in reality they wouldn't stand a chance against good old American muscle. What are your thoughts? Uh, I don't know that I know enough about racing. Don't, doesn't, does Honda do all right in Formula One? I know it's all German, right? Mercedes and... Uh, Obviously, Ferrari does great. Um, well, this this is the deal. When I think of high high speed performance, I think of Porsche, Porsches, however the fuck you're supposed to say it, Lamborghinis, all the Italian and German shit. That's what I think about. Maseratis, you know. And when I think of uh, you want to fucking light them up, you want to race, man. You want to go fucking. You want to get sunk into your seat. And go on a straight line as fast as you can fucking can. Then, then I think American cars. You know what I mean? Who's kidding who? Our cars can't corner, not because we're stupid. It's just we don't need to corner because we have land over here. We're not like those fucking countries in, over in Europe where they just everyone's the size of fucking Rhode Island. So there's a lot of turns, and, and you know, and not to mention they made the fucking roads. You know, back when they were fucking bringing oxen to town and shit hairpin fucking turns you watch the tour de france there's fucking guys in the bicycles they, they can't even make the fucking turns over there so because of that because of that handicap i think that they actually make they make better cars than us but as far as the japanese stuff um i think the japanese you know i don't have an original opinion about it but i think they took what we were doing you know we took a lot from the europeans and then they took what we were doing and they just they improved it uh, stop rolling your fucking eyes. You know what I'm talking about. If you change the oil on a Toyota or a Honda, that fucking – every three th- two 3,000 miles, that fucking thing is going to – you get 800,000 miles out of it. All right? And I know American cars have made a comeback, but you got to understand I am a scarred child of the 80s. And in the fucking late 70s, right through the 80s, they made – American cars, it was a corporate decision. They made them so they would self-destruct sixty to 80,000 miles in. You know, I'm telling you, they just the fucking transmission would drop out, and it was done on purpose. Terrible, and I still think that the American auto industry is trying to recover from that, despite the fact that they now have ten year, hundred thousand mile warranties. Um, I don't know. That's that. That's my fucking thoughts. All right, I like uh, I like some of the Japanese stuff. You know, just as far, I mean, I got a fucking Toyota Prius. I love that goddamn car. I love it. I don't care that people call me a fag when I'm driving it. You know? I'm still comfortable with me. Went to the fucking, uh, filled it up with gas today. 35 bucks. Go fuck yourself. All right? Go fuck yourself. Also filled up my truck, and that cost me 65 for three-quarters of a tank. Um, Anyways. Underrated. Going to a hockey game early and watching warm-ups. There's no one around you, you will f- there's no one around you with dumb foam fingers or micro drink, microbrew drinking brothers ah, I can't even fucking read this week. Plus you can watch all the players fuck off and try cool shit all the while trying to snipe on the backup goalie. Yeah, that's actually true. Have you guys been watching the NHL playoffs? Playoffs. I've been watching uh, the Bruins Capitals. Um, that's like a great pitcher's duel. Except it's the goalies. Uh, both games have gone into overtime. But uh, I've also been watching the Flyers versus the Penguins. And I have a weird sports relationship with both of those teams. In Pittsburgh, I like the Penguins fans. I hate their fucking team. I hate them. All right? The, I, like I think the Rangers coach summed them up and shouldn't have been fined. He should have been given an award. All right, they're a fucking filthy goddamn team, and anybody does anything to them, they fucking bitch, moan, and complain. You saw what the fuck they did today. I thought it was the filthy Flyers. Look at the Penguins getting all mad, down three games to none. They start fucking cross-checking people in their throats. Right? Just fucking doing all kinds of reprehensible shit. I, I, I don't, you know, I totally respect that franchise because they, they their ability to go from you know Mario Lemieux and Jaromir Jagr, and within twenty years to have another one-two punch, Crosby and Malkin is just you know, and Jordan stall I mean, they're, they're fuck, they're the shit, tremendous fucking franchise. But I, I don't, I don't like. You know, I don't know. They always seem to have those guys that really like to go after people's fucking knees. You know, and then you got a uh, fucking uh, Paulie Pouty lips there, bitch moaning and complaining. Did you see him trying to fight. Not throwing a punch, not throwing a punch, not throwing a punch, and then in comes the ref, then he starts throwing a fucking punch. And then at the end of the game, when there's no ref around, the guy wanted to go, he wouldn't go. What the fuck? Either fight or uh don't run your yep. Alright, and then the Flyers. I love the Flyers, but I hate their fucking fans. I don't like their fans. <laughs> And I don't know they don't like their fans. You know, I told you the deal. I went to a Bruins game with my mother up in Boston. There was Flyer fans behind me, and they were crass, and they ruined it. My mother was there, and it was just fucking, they're just assholes. They're fucking assholes, but I love their team. So I've been watching that series, and it's uh, it's just been fucking, tr- uh, I don't know. I know it's been difficult, but uh, what, do you, what do the Flyer fans think? What do you guys think? You think this is the year you're going to win your cup? You know what I think your weakness is? I think it's your fucking goalie with his weird colored pads. I know you're up three games to none against the Penguins, but I, have you noticed that your goalie has given up twelve goals in three games? That's not a good. That's not a good thing. Averaging giving up four goals a game. You know, if the fucking Penguins goalie wasn't—I don't know what the fuck—he looks like he's playing Twister. Every time they come down, he's fucking got his – he's on all fours with his arms crossed. I don't even know what the fuck he's doing. There's the puck. He's, like, trying to like, – he's playing, like, whack-a-mole with the goddamn puck. Um. <laughs> and I'm watching – I'm missing it right now. I'm watching the Kings-Vancouver, which was 0-0 when I came downstairs, loving the Kings. Loving the Kings beating the Vancouver Canucks. Loving them. You know? It's another team flopping all over the goddamn ice. Jesus Christ, if any NHL player listens to this shit, I swear to God, they're either going to hug me or fucking punch me in the face. Depending, depending on who you play for. Um, This is what I like. If the Bruins don't win it, uh, who would I like to see? I would say the L.A. Kings, but I just know some L.A. Kings fans are also Laker fans, and I wish them no happiness whatsoever. So it would be hard, even though I like the Kings. Um I think I, I think I'd have to say the uh I like the St. Louis Blues. Just cause they've never won a fucking Stanley Cup. They almost had the president's trophy, but I mean I just I just like they uh I went to a I went to a game when I was in St. Louis and they have real they got real fans, old school, hardcore fucking fans. I like a lot of those teams in the Norris, even though the the old the old Norris. It's weird. I like I like St. Louis and I like Chicago, which I know is sacrilegious if you live in either one of those cities. But I just like both teams. Uh, there, I fucking said it. And I used to like Vancouver until last year when we played them in the finals, and they were just uh, you know flip flopping all over the fucking ice. You know the Europe, You know, but that's that's called a sport over in Europe. It's called a beautiful game. You know, when you I don't know you you cheat in an effeminate manner. You know. That's what you guys are bringing to the table? I mean, I'll admit that we're fat and stupid over here. We don't read. Can you guys at least admit that you're fucking bunch of flopping bitches over there? Um, oh, Jesus, this is another fucking place I don't have to watch my back. Uh, overrated. China. China is overrated. All right. I spent last summer. Dude, if it wasn't for China, I wouldn't be able to fucking uh, look at this laptop right now. Isn't that where they make them? I don't know. I just like bitching about shit and not really finding out what's going on. 51 minutes in, baby! Uh, I spent last summer in China studying law and staring at the top of blackheads from my six-three viewpoint. <laughs> uh, the Chinese are an incredibly diverse culture in all that when compared to us Americans. But many, if not all – am I going to start reading some racist shit? This already – okay. Let's just go slow here. The Chinese are an incredibly diverse culture. In all that, when compared to us Americans, doesn't that just sound like the opening of something racist? You know, they're really diverse and all that stuff and junk and all that stuff. but, you know but many, if not all, of those differences are pre- precisely what makes America... what? But many, if not all of the, all those differences are precisely what America makes America so for lack of a better word. Oh, so bad friggin' ass. Chinese are incredibly diverse culture. I can't even what the fuck is he saying. So now he's... He just said that they're a diverse cu- culture and all that when compared to us. And then you started saying that now what? We're diverse? I don't understand what you're saying here. He said their, their food, I guess Chinese food, could not be anything close to what any sensible human being could call decent you don't get, I don't know what the word is, pi or none of that in China. You get some nasty noodles or even the nice restaurants paired up with the whole fish, eyes and all. And mind you, this is, this is breakfast, lunch, and dinner we're talking. I won't even go into the dog issue. See attached photo. What? I'm not looking at the attached photo. What, do you got a dog hanging from a fucking hook in a window? Anyways, um, when I got back to the States, the first place I went was in and out for a six by six. Not kidding. I don't know what that means. And I nearly chalked it, ch- chalked it up and snorted it. Oh, chopped it up and snorted it. You wrote chalked. Uh, noodles will never be the same. For that, fuck you, China. Come on, dude. I don't, I don't want to be trash in China like this. The cities are filthy. Beijing. All right. He didn't have a good time over there. Uh, most important, the people are a-holes. Not all of them, maybe not. I think, did I call it or what? The government doesn't give a flying fuck about them, so they figure, hey, why not be an asshole, right? Is this what is this what they said to you, or this is what you sort of... Uh... I mean, to say that their government doesn't give a fuck about them is, is really just sort of... Uh, you, you're kind of skimming the surface there. Don't they, aren't they underneath an oppressive... Uh, what do you call it regime over there they have that weird thing where they have all like this technology and iPhones and iPads I mean shit they build them right their cell phones are actually better than ours yet if you uh, say anything about their furor doesn't like they run over you in it with like a tank sorry I'm just piecing together clips I've seen in CNN for the last 20 fucking years um I don't know so he tells me some story uh Oh, he's saying, Barry Sanders couldn't get through a crowd without getting bruised up, without getting a bruise ribbed. I'm on a packed subway one night, and this fucker behind me is digging his scrawny little elbow into my kidneys. I'm ready to turn around and rabbit punch the cocksucker. When I get off and I finally get room to take a full breath and, and actually turn around, it's this little friggin' old lady with a shit-eating grin on her face. I was so close, Bill. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, something, I was getting on a flight one time, and uh, somebody was elbowing me in the back, and I turn around, and it was... I believe a little Chinese woman, but you got to understand it's so jam packed over there. That's just part of their culture. They're not being dicks. Uh, that's just like them beeping a horn, I think. Um, so, yeah, don't don't punch an old lady in the face. Oh, wait, underrated manners. Now that I'm talking about Buffy and banging at the country, not that I'm talking about Buffy and bangins at the country club type shit. I'm talking about the friendly pardon me's excuse me, oops, my bad, etc., there's none of that shit. Maybe I was unlucky or the fact that I'm a huge American guy, they treated me particularly awful, but at the end of the day, I was so aggravated by the repeated nudges spitting in my path, burping within a few feet of me that I took everything for me not to pounce at least one on one person daily. Uh, yeah, dude, I mean, you're dealing with a different culture over there. I mean, there, there's six fucking billion, seven billion people on the planet, and I think like, they have over a billion of them there. So I don't know. I think you just sort of missed America. You know, we all got our shit. There's there's good stuff and bad stuff. I don't I don't I don't be trash in China. Okay? All right. I already feel guilty enough that I bought this goddamn laptop. Even though I knew what the fuck those people are going through over there who put them together. You know? Are you guys honestly telling me that's the only way that you you can that they can keep this thing? You know, for the price that it is. Can't like the CEOs make a little bit less money when you get to that level. You know you know what I love about the, the sociopaths in the corporate world? They always just have, well, I you mean, know, you know, the price is what the market will bear. The market will bear it. You know, and just completely removing themselves. I don't know. I have such fucking hatred for that and all the way the other side. You know, Neil was making dinner tonight, right? Because she's a fucking angel. Absolute angel, right? She's making me this awesome meal, and she needed this right. So she goes, can you go to Trader Joe's? Can you go to Trader Joe's and get some jasmine rice? And I'm like, absolutely, right? So I jump in the Prius, and I drive over to fucking Trader Joe's, okay? And uh, I got out, and I got to tell you something, man. Maybe because it was, I don't know. The level of douchebag in a Trader Joe's. Like, if you ever just wanted to rid the world of douchebags, um, yeah, I would start at Trader Joe's. You know what? Maybe it's just an L.A. thing. I went in there and just every fuck. You know what it looked like? It looked like a bunch of rich kids trying to dress like they were poor. Every one of them was just fucking annoying with their ridiculously on-purpose, ugly way of dressing. Just each one of them just trying to be more and more out of style. Hey, man, I don't even know what's since that whole fucking hipster thing. Awful. You know? Thank God I showed up. <laughs> look how I'm, like, I'm not a douchebag. You know? I think that they look at me just the way I dress like they think I'm some frat boy date rapist. You know? Just because I, I have... Uh, I look like I could actually catch a ball. I don't know, I don't know. Look at me trying to paint myself like I'm the badass at the Trader Joe's. You know what? I think I think we've I think I've had about enough of this podcast for this week. I have an early uh, early call time tomorrow, everybody. Um. All right. So what do I say now? What do I say now? Oh, Amazon.com, everyone. Um. You want to donate to the podcast and support the troops? Here's how you can do it. All right. Anytime you're going to Amazon.com, rather than just going directly to Amazon.com, you know, just swing by BillBird.com, click on the podcast page, and then click on the Amazon banner on the right-hand side of the podcast page. And I know what you're thinking. Well, Jesus, Bill, that's fucking two extra steps. Well, you know what? It is two extra steps, but listen to what you'll be doing. You'll go to Amazon.com. You don't have to do anything else. If you buy something, not saying you have to, but if you do, I get a kickback on that. And then I take 10% of the kickback and I give it to the troops. What do you think about that? So you can fucking support my podcast and the troops, the Wounded Warriors Project, all at the same time. Don't you think that's worth two extra steps? Come on, you know you did something bad this week. We all did. Don't you need a little bit of good karma? You know, just something. for some day after you die and you're standing there in front of, oh, Jesus and his dad? And you would be like, well, hey, you know, I, I went to Bill Burr's podcast and, uh, you know, actually don't say my name. That's probably not a good thing to do up there. Um, uh, you know, I, I fucking donated to uh, the, the Wounded Warriors Project. You know. All right. That's it. I've had enough. Have you had enough? I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did. I had a really good time. I enjoyed myself. You know what? It turned me on. I got a wah wah pedal. I am so close to, to I am so close to a level of fucking awful on the guitar. You know. You know I'm you know what I'm saying? Like you have to be like a certain level of awful. You just can't be completely fucking awful where it just makes somebody turn their head. I'm I'm at a level, I'm almost at that level where it's actually listenable and it'll be hilarious. So um if you guys egg me on. I'm learning how to solo in A, in A minor, all right? I'll fuck around with my wah-wah pedal, maybe sing you some tunes. Huh? Will that fill up your fucking days while you're waiting for somebody to change your life, for the love of your life to walk in through the door, right? If you're sitting there going, oh, I don't know who to talk to. This is what I want you to do. You know what would be great for all of your souls today? Why don't you get up? Put your head, like, halfway over your fucking cubicle wall. Never sitting next to you. Just go, hey, hey. When they look at you, be like, fucking give them the finger. Fuck you. What was that for? You know, because every time I look at you, you remind me of what I've also accepted. What does that mean? You know what the fuck it means. Having an office with walls that don't reach the ceiling. Without a fucking door. You know what I'm talking about. Right? You lock in with her. You speak passionately. Next thing you know, next thing you know, you're banging her. Maybe you act like you're working late and you go in and you fucking fornicate right on your boss's desk, not realizing that he has 24-hour security and it's being recorded by some fucking fat fuck who's supposed to be a security guard. And rather than going in there and stopping it, he decides to record it so we can put it on his youtube page and maybe get some hits maybe he can talk about it loudly in a bar and be like oh i was the guy who uploaded it you know and then some pathetic girl whose dad took off when he was when she was 3 years old will overhear that and actually blow that guy see that it's called the winds of change right there when a butterfly flaps its fucking wings oh jesus what am i talking about all right that's the podcast for this week go fuck yourselves and I mean that, too, from the bottom of my heart. Each and every one of you can go fuck yourselves this week and uh, don't take any shit. And I just just this week, well, you know what you do? Why don't you guys start sabotaging those cubicle fucking walls? Just every week, just take a, one screw out, you know? What you do is start far away from your cubicle at first so no one suspects you. And then once they start getting wise, take one out near you. Because why would you do that, right? It's your cubicle. Why would you leave that evidence right near you? You're like Sharon Stone, you know? Then you wear Larry Bird shorts with no underwear underneath it. You, then you uncross and then cross your legs, flashing a little ball bag when they interrogate you, and that's how you get out of it. That's how she did it, right, in the end? She still had the ice pick under the bed? All right, that's it. Um, I got nothing else. Hey, hey, you. Um, fucking April 27th, I'm going to be at Concord College in Concord, New Hampshire, and unlike most of the college gigs I do, this one is actually open to the public. So if you were too stupid to get in that school, you know, and you fucking plow the streets and get hammered afterwards, wearing your high school football jacket, and you always wondered what fucking college was like, why don't you come on down to Concord College in Concord, New Hampshire on fucking April 27th, and I will be there telling my jokes. All right? Have a good day. Jump oh. With me, What you're on each day Is It's just a